Viewer discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, And They Were Bananas. It's a brand new podcast where me and my blah blah, you know the spiel. We're your not so average besties, hashing out subjects from life, love, mental illness, and everything in between. We may be a little bit bananas, and that's, that's okay. okay. It's okay to have feelings and to talk about them. Today we dive into Christmas and the melancholy that follows the holidays. It can be a difficult time of year for those who have no family, have lost family, or who have lost friends and loved ones. Join us as we talk about our perspective on the Christmas spirit. Hello everybody, welcome back to And They Were Bananas. I've got Rachel here. Say hi. (laughs) Uh, Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Um, Today we're going to talk about Christmas because we just had Christmas happen. And um, I have feelings about it. So do I. Big feelings about it. So um, what did you do for Christmas? This was a very odd Christmas for me because it was the first Christmas ever in my life that I didn't wake up and either go to my mother's house or wake up at my mother's house. Yeah. And... You know, I have two sisters. They both live in New York, and it gets real expensive, having like coming down and and taking time off work. It's not something that a lot of people, especially in their industry, can do. Uh, what do they do? So my my middle sister or the middle sister, Caitlin, she is a teacher. Hey, that's my name. <laughs> With a C though, not a K. Oh, she have an I too. C A I. Yeah. And then uh, Madison. Is actually does very similar to what I do. She's an events uh, director, for but it's for a very high end restaurant. So oh, yeah. she does their event room, and Fancy. yeah. Fancy. So they and she's recently married this year. Um, Yay! Congrats. They, her his family was coming in from Italy, and spending oh. a few weeks, which was longer I think than she thought, but. <laughs> Um, she's like, all right. It's just hard because they don't speak any English. Oh. And she's trying to learn Italian, but she doesn't know it. Converse, I mean, she knows a little bit conversationally, but not fluently. And so she uses the like translate stuff and it's just not super easy. I don't think that I could identify the Italian language if I heard it. I don't think I could be like, that's Italian. I don't know. Like. You're right. I don't necessarily because you can definitely do it with German. Yeah, it's so German. Like, it's like <laughs> it's very blah, yeah. It's like me. Uh, um, in Spanish and French, French, yeah, it's yeah. like we oui, we. Oui. <laughs> it's very fluidy and <laughs> and very lazy, you know. And uh, French is pretty. It is. It is. But so, I took French in high school. Did you? I know the French national anthem oh. by heart. <laughs> I only know how to say. Uh, Je m'appelle Rachel. Parlez-vous français? <laughs> Not me. Sorry. Et toi? <laughs> that means and you. Anyway. Oh, see? <laughs> uh, I took like three semesters of French. I took sign I language. I so. never very good at it. That See, that would have been something that you could utilize. I'm never going to utilize French. <laughs> I do actually utilize it still to this day. I tell people when they're having issues and I can tell that they're deaf or I saw them sign before I'll tell them I can sign just very slow because it's been years and uh just bear with me and if they feel more comfortable (laughs) sign. I mean you actually kind of said sign 
You Did need, I? Yeah, because uh, oh, I'm sign, a natural. Sign language is sign language. Ooh. Sign language. Y'all can't see it, but like, I know. I know One my day. shit apparently. <laughs> but so my parents went there, and they, uh, so they're not here, and I didn't go to their house, and we stayed here in open presence. Yeah. And so I had to make this place look Christmassy, which normally I don't even do any much with my house because my mom decks out Christmas. Y'all, it's so freaking funny because she literally, like, she collects stuff, so she has stuff everywhere, but she literally just took, like, a tablecloth and draped it over the shit. I did. It's, like, festive tablecloth. So, like, it fits, and then she just put balloons on top of it. Yeah. It's, like, it looks like it belongs. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. But it did. It did look, it looked Christmassy. I think I got the reaction out of Evelyn I wanted. It just... It didn't feel the same. It felt, it felt off. Yeah. And I love that I got to spend it with my daughter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as the day went on, like things and things just kept getting worse. It was honestly the worst Christmas I've ever had, like in my entire life. In my 28 years of being alive, like this was the worst one. But um, let me tell everyone what I did, which is not very interesting. And then we'll get into like... This is going to be kind of a sad one because I felt like the holidays were really fucking sad. So for the, for, for, for the holidays, I, uh, my parents live 45 minutes away from me. So Christmas Eve, I drove up there and, um, brought my dog cause I always bring my great day. And my mom was like, are you going to bring Danny with you? I was like, yeah, I can. She's like, I miss her. Aww. Oh, I miss you too, but I miss her. <laughs> I'm like, all right, asshole. We went up there and we ha- always have like Christmas steaks instead of ham. Because it's like, you have turkey for Thanksgiving. And then I just, I don't know. Ham is just like overrated. <laughs> so we have steaks and we have big ass steaks and potatoes. And that's what we do Christmas mm, Eve. I like that. Um, And then every year, every year since I was young... My mom always does, like, pajamas or pajamas, however you freaking say it. PJs. Um, mm. And uh, she always, like, caters it to, like, what you like that year. Oh. So she got me PJs. And we were always little brats. And we were like, we want to open a present. So I think that was just her way of getting us to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this year it was a T-shirt with, like, a picture of Danny on it. Oh. Um, like, with colorful shit all around it. And then really soft bottoms. So that was really cool. Then Christmas Day, I didn't really do fucking shit. Like, me and Rachel had a miscommunication. And we a were like... A big one. A big one. And I was like, I didn't even want to come over anyway. It was a whole thing. And she was like, I wanted you here. And I was like, I wanted to be there. So I mean, like, I seriously, <laughs> in this place, was cleaning and creating stuff. Like, Austin was not feeling well. He was sleeping. Evelyn was sleeping. And I was just alone. And then in the morning, like, Austin came and sat down in here. But, like, he's not huge into Christmas. And I'm not going to make someone. And everyone kept saying things. Like, everybody I got gifts for. Like, and you know me. I don't spend a bunch on gifts. I spend time and effort on gifts, not money. Yeah. This girl can go into the fucking dollar store and spend $20 and get, like, 200 items. Like, And it's all stuff that we want or that we're going to have fun with or yeah. that we can throw away after. And, and I don't mind... But, like, everyone kept saying, I didn't get you anything. I feel bad. Why did you get me stuff? Well, you're making me feel bad. And I'm like... I fucking said that, too. But I didn't say it like that. No, you didn't say it like that. But everyone else was saying it in such a way, like, they didn't want the items because 
I think it's just that people feel guilty because they feel like they should return the the gesture. I mean, to me, they can if they want to, but I don't need things. Look around. You, you got lots of things. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather, again, everyone knows, like I was talking about, I'd rather have an adventure. So I'd rather you just be down to be like, okay, you know, middle of the night, let's go... You know, like the time we went to the beach. Yes. That was fun. And then the um, sand fleas bit my ass. Yeah. Um, apparently sand fleas exist, and I didn't know that until my ass was, like, itchy. <laughs> it, yeah. That I was, was like, why am I so itchy? <laughs> You're like, sand fleas, girl. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Anyway. <laughs> That's like the, oh, wait, what is that thing in the water? Oh, the scorpion in the water? Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. Okay, so I was born in Jacksonville, Florida, and... I lived there until I was 13, and then we moved up to Alabama. And I went on a Styx River trip, um, well, like a like a river trip where you get on a float and you, like, float down and, like, everyone gets real drunk. Except I was in high school, so I wasn't getting drunk. And we, like, stopped off in a little, like, little side piece, and we were just, like, exploring. And I looked down in the water, and there's a fucking scorpion. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, there's a scorpion. And the person I was with was like, what is wrong with you cat like that's a mud bug mm. like the fuck's a mud bug they're like it's a crawfish i was like that's a fucking scorpion mm-hmm. and then that bitch flew away like he was fast as fuck boy yeah. <laughs> best as fuck boy <laughs> um so yeah that's the story about how i'm a dumbass and thought that a crawfish was a scorpion so, so we make fun of her a lot for it yeah it's okay yeah, yeah it's okay anyways um all right so sad stuff so i just felt like this christmas was just tinged with like sadness like even the people around me i feel like were sad and i know why it's because of um of nate who passed away um like two days before christmas and i'm not really gonna get into that like we can talk about that later on but that like affected a lot of my mental state and my mood like I I thought that just the day of was gonna be the problem but then it like lingered into the next like week because like I remember how I felt this time last year and it was shitty and it's still shitty and it fucking sucks um but yeah he he got in a in a motorcycle wreck and passed away uh so that was partially why the holidays was tinged with sadness but I don't know I just it felt different like did you feel like that I did especially as the day went on I mean the morning well no I mean even in the morning it felt different like I didn't wasn't supposed to go to my mom's house I ended up going to my aunt's house but of course I was an hour and a half late because Evie let me fucking sleep in like I I finally got done and then as I guess a gift I said I just just need 15 minutes just let me sleep she let it's me sleep never. for four hours. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't up until 11.30. She's like, Mark Christmas, you're like, late. <laughs> I couldn't believe my daughter would not come and look at gifts until 11.30. Like, she didn't even come peek. Mm. Yeah, she literally sat in bed and watched, um, like, Spy Family um, while I slept. Your daughter's cool. <laughs> like, she was amazing. And then she came in here and was just, like, all excited about everything. And it was... Oh, my God. I know. Was all that Juju? That was Juju. <laughs> She's snoring? <laughs> yeah, that's a snore. Um, anyways, so um I feel like the holidays is sad for a lot of people. Because like 
norm like on holidays you're with your family and you're celebrating and you're eating food but then like the holiday comes back around and you think about and realize the people that are missing from the holidays like my grandpa my grandpa passed away from um bone cancer um a few years back and he was super influential in my life like I loved that freaking man like he got me through college he would listen to my speeches, like just sit in his little recliner and listen mm-hmm. to my speeches. He um, bought my first car and then um, half paid for my second car when my first car decided to shit the bed. Um, he paid for like all my books and shit. He made dinner every single fucking night. Like he was like 80 something years old. And um, he was always really sad during the holidays because my grandma passed away and they like. I think they got married when she was, like, 15. Wow. And they were together all that fucking time. Like, every single day they were together. And he loved that woman. But, like, I would I would lay in my bed. And my, my bedroom at his house was on the second. Well, I guess technically. I don't know if it would be the second or the third because there was a basement. So there's three stories. But I would lay in my bed and I would just hear him sobbing. Like, talking to her like having full-on conversations with her just like sobbing like saying he missed her and shit it was the most heartbreaking shit of my life like yeah ugh. anyway um but yeah it's sad for a lot of people the holidays because you you miss people and you notice that they're gone obviously and it's just i don't know when i was younger we used to have our christmases were huge like we would always go to crestview because that's where my grandma morrison lived and we would always drive, uh, get there, and it was, like, my older, it's my, the oldest aunt, and then she has three boys. Mm-hmm. And then there's us, and there's three girls. And then there's Blake and Josh, so there's two, and then Caroline, one. That reminds me of Drake and Josh. Like, there was, and then everyone usually either brought someone, you know, who didn't have a, couldn't didn't have a Christmas somewhere to go on Christmas or they knew military people because my both my grandparents were retired military um so we always had other people there was just so huge and there was always food and people like yelling and my grandparents playing rummy cube with my aunt Vi my great aunt Vi and I bet she was an interesting character she sounds like an interesting character (laughs) my great aunt Vivan was the best it just sounds like she would wear feather hats and, like, have necklaces that have little eyeballs on them or something. I feel like she would have. <laughs> she gave the best advice ever. And, like, she named her son Billy Bob. Not, <laughs> not even ironically. Like, his name is Billy Bob. No. She was yeah. like, this is going to be a name that people want to like, punch him in the nose for. Right. <laughs> she's like, and they're from Oklahoma, too. So it's not like. Oh, I feel like you fit in there with the uh, name Billy Bob, Bob in Oklahoma. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my grandmother's name is Margaret Sue. Oh, my God. <laughs> But, yeah, uh-huh. but I was just so used to these huge things, and then just as people started like passing away or getting older and moving away, it you would think it would get bigger. Like people are going to come back with their kids, and then they're having more kids, and it's only going to get bigger. But that's only if you want that to happen. Yeah, and it, our family did not, and so now it has just gotten smaller and smaller and smaller, and it just is kind of sad. I just feel like as you get older, like it just gets sad, like. Are kids the reason that Christmas, like, comes back alive? Like, or is it just a kid thing? And then, I don't know. Like, I feel like when you're young, like, you wake up, there's family, like, there's presents. Like, the living room exploded with presents or whatever. There's food. And then when you're a teenager, it changes in the way that 
yeah, you still get, like, a gift here, a gift there. It's not really about the gifts, but, you know. But there's just, like, less involvement. But it's still there. And then when you get to be an adult my age, like, this year felt different because my brother and his fiance they live up in South Carolina, and um, he couldn't get off for work, so he couldn't come down for Christmas. So it's just my mom and dad. It just felt, I don't know. Maybe I'm at a stage where Christmas is supposed to change because I'm supposed to have started a family or whatever, had my own Christmas. I'm just not there yet, so it felt very lonely. I don't necessarily think that it's just a kid thing or that it's... I think it's what you put into it. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people get to reap the benefits of people who like putting all that effort and work into it. But then as they get older and realize of how much work it actually is, they're like, oh, hell no. Like, this is not something I want to, like, invest this much time in. Or money. I mean, it's a lot of money, too. Time, money, effort. And if you don't, then you're not going to get the same thing. I mean, that's kind of how it's it's been as our Christmas have, you know, declined. Like, my mom still decorates. So your mom still decorates. Oh, yeah. Just... My mom still decorates and it still looks great. It still feels like Christmas when you go over there, but it just, no one else puts in the effort. Yeah. And my sisters would if they were down here, but they're just so far away that that's not a thing. So my aunts and everything, it just seems like everyone does everything separately now. So they don't want to put the effort to be together. Yeah. Like they have their own family. They have their own thing going on. They built their own family. So they don't... Need, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like I'm at the age where I was supposed to have started trying to build the family and like, ha- or building the family and having my own Christmas. Like, I feel like I'm just, cause I'm almost 30. But like, we can. Yeah, I and know. There doesn't like, have to be kids involved. Yeah, I guess you're right. But I don't know. Like the magic lives in the children thinking that like Santa Claus and shit's real. Like, I don't know. Like when you're a kid, you woke up and you're like. Oh my god, I wonder what Cena brought me. So you go out there and you're like, oh my god, Cena's so great. He ate the fucking cookies and shit. Well, let's not get too far far into this, but Jeremy felt very, very passionately about not lying to our daughter. Mm. And he felt that telling her that a mythical character was real was lying. And that it was okay to let a man come into your house. (laughs) Um, uninvi- I mean, even though you're inviting him, but like he's coming into your house and he's like, especially that's why we don't do Elf on the Shelf because we don't let someone snitch on you. And he do be snitching. And it's not okay for some man to be watching you all the time. It's true. Like, it's that's true. creepy. I just don't like, know how his fat ass be fitting down the right? chimneys. So, <laughs> and also, what's he do in the South? We ain't got fucking chimneys. Exactly. Is he coming through the fucking window? He's right? just like, creep. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Because we're raping everybody out here. Oh, God. That just turned really dark. So, anyway. She, we never really said Santa was real. Yeah. But we never really said he was fake either. He at least allowed me the thing where we would see Santa or that it was, is a fun thing, but it was never, we never really dove into it. Mm-hmm. So she never really believed in Santa. Yeah. It was never like a magical belief. And then when she finally asked, we told her the truth. Yeah. And we just told her that Santa is more of a magical spirit. Like it's a, a magical experience. Yeah. 
And that whenever you learn that there isn't a Santa, that's when you become Santa. Oh, shit. We be like, manifesting. Like, yeah. We be and, transforming into a big fat man with yeah. a beard. And essentially, you just need to uh, make sure that those around you who still believe in Santa, that you can, that you don't have to lie, mm-hmm. um, but that you can um, try to help them and help them believe in magic by helping, you know, by getting gifts or by writing, you know, nice notes or just like being kind because the whole point of Santa is to be, is being kind and helping those in need. Yeah. So we did it that way, but she's never necessarily believed in Santa. So the magic was different than like when we were kids. Yeah. My fucking older brother was a dickhead to me when, cause like some shit happened, some trauma happened. And then like there was the age where we, we were 18 months apart so, like, we were really close in age, and we were very different people, and he fucking hated my guts. Like, he was mean as shit to me, and I was mean so as shit sad. to him. We would get, like, physical. Anyway, um, his little fuck ass ruined Santa Claus for me. I was, like, 10 years old or some shit. And he looks at me, he's like, you know, Santa's not real. Aww. And I was like, what are you talking about? He brings us presents. Who brings us presents? He's like, mom and dad do that. So I went to my mom, and I was like, mom, the fuck? About this whole Santa Claus ordeal. And uh, she told me. (laughs) I was like, aww. And I feel like some magic died there. I don't know. But my grandpa and my grandma were always like, if you don't believe in Santa, he won't bring you cool things. Because they always got us, like, cool stuff. So he's like, if you like, if you said I don't believe in Santa, like they w- literally wouldn't give you your Christmas gifts. Oh, <laughs> They're like, well, what? Santa thought that you didn't believe in him, so you didn't get it. <laughs> so around okay. my grandparents, I was like, what's Santa Claus bringing this year? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't know. It was just really sad. It felt really lonely. It felt very like I had a realization that I'm a grown up now, and Christmas is just different when you're a grown up. I don't know. I just, maybe it's what you make it, but I am a very sad girl, so there's not much coming from the whole charismatic energy. (laughs) So, but I will say, as kind of something to relax the atmosphere, uh, we used to always have fucking orange rolls, Pillsbury Doughboy orange rolls. Like every morning, they would have like orange rolls. And I guess that originated from my grandmother to my mother to, to us. Hmm. And this was the first year I didn't have orange rolls. This is the first year we didn't have Sister Schubert sausage roll thingies. And it just felt like I woke up in the morning and I was like, okay, you know, um, expect to like go out there and smell orange rolls. But obviously I live by myself. So like, well, I don't live by myself, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> but yeah, it was just. Maybe that was the problem. Sad. Next year we need Sister Schubert sausage rolls and orange rolls. Next year, can we just set up the living room, like get a bunch of gifts for each other, and then yeah. like literally pretend like we're we're not in the same room, putting them out, yeah. and like put little footprints on the floor of, with flour, and yeah. like freaking um, put cookies out and then eat them, and then be like, oh my god, who ate them? I can I'm we just do it. that and then yeah. wake up in the morning and be like, oh my god, gifts, and then make orange rolls and sausage rolls? Can we just like, do that? My child loves being a child, but she also is you know ninety years old, so she knows Santa isn't real. We've mm-hmm. had conversations, but like she's still this year, and I feel bad I didn't do it. I tried, but she got sick. But yeah. like she really wanted to go see Santa. Like she, and then she felt like she really felt like it was something like 
she should be embarrassed by. And I was like, no. I was like, I love to see Santa too. I was like, we should go take Santa pictures. No, I feel creepy sitting on his lap. Like my oh, fat ass ain't finna sit on his lap. We don't sit on his lap. Like I finna squash my like, cake up in there. And no. Like, no baby. Like we I'll will, stand next to you. Yes, we will stand next to you. And she doesn't, she's never like sitting in his lap either. But we set boundaries. I'm going to be like, like, Santa, can I have a fucking pony? <laughs> Santa, can I have a fist bump? Yeah. And like, uh. No, ponies are assholes. I don't want a pony. Yeah, no. <laughs> Can I have a unicorn? That'd be mm. cool. No, can't go down that road. No, <laughs> what? I was, she is, you know, she gets on these tangents of liking certain things. And her big thing right now is Poppy Playtime just released their new, like they just dropped their new thing for season three or whatever it's called. I know people who the actually. What the fuck is Poppy Playtime? It's a game, I think. She, she's always it's like, like Miss Cat, look at this. You ready? Yeah. She says, you ready all the time. And I'm like, girl, I was born ready. Like, it's because no one's actually wanting to look at it. But I have been slightly invested in these things because no one else listens to her. Yeah. So I listen to her. You, you do. But I, I mean, I can tell that Jair doesn't. My mom doesn't want to listen to it. Yeah. So I do. And I ask questions. So I know a lot about this stuff. And I've never looked it up. Yeah. So I know all about it. But like, as I'm talking about it, I know that I'm, regurg- uh, I'm regurgitating a nine-year-old who has never actually played the games She's just watching YouTubers play yeah. them. And she's gonna be a nerd when she grows up. Oh yeah, definitely. But the new thing with this is these um friendly like these these critters, I guess, and each of them have these big mouths mm-hmm. and they spray out uh different scents that make your kids go to sleep. Oh, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. And it like is a horror that. game, by the way. So I mean yeah, it is supposed to be this creepy. girl is like unafraid like she watches i don't know like yeah it is weird she likes weird stuff like that i don't know anyway but she was super into it and but she there was all the little critters uh we were talking about which ones we would be because they have different traits and she was reading all the traits off to me and she's like mom you would be uh his name is like candy corn or something the unicorn oh cute um she's like you'd be the unicorn she's like because she likes to do art and share with everyone and Make, and she's creative. She's like, but then you'd also be the dog because he's always trying to lift people up and be, uh, and he's the leader and he just wants everyone to like uh, be together and do a good job. And I'm like, oh, that's really sweet. Your daughter yeah. like calls me out on a regular basis. Like she gives zero fucks. Like oh, she'll tell you what's true. up. But um, I remember when we were watching Centaur World on Netflix and she was like, Miss Cat. You would be, um, what's her fucking name? The uh, really anxious, like this, this, it, she's like a kleptomaniac. Yeah. And she has like a tummy that portal opens tummy. up as a portal and she steals shit and like puts it in her tummy. Um, but she's like very anxious all the time. She's like, oh, I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but freaking Evie was like, Miss Cat, you would be, um, Glendale. Glendale. Yeah. She'd be like, yeah. you'd be Glendale. Cause you're really anxious all the time. And she did the same thing with the movie inside out. She was like, you'd be the sad one. <laughs> like, Girl, fucking uh, don't roast me right here, right now. You are eight years old. She told me that I of course would be Wamawink. And <laughs> she was like, you know, because sometimes she is sad, but she hides it all the time. And she's just like, acts like she's super happy all the time and then she just wants everyone to be happy and be her friend yeah and i'm like oh god thanks kid yeah one time this kid i was in walmart with them and um evie like for some reason like i'm very nonchalant with evie i'm just like what's up kid yeah 
And I think she likes that I just talk to her as an adult. Because I always have. Yeah. So she doesn't understand kid speech. She's yeah. She's like, looks at you like you're fucking retarded. <laughs> She's really fucking smart, you guys. Um, Like, way above what an eight-year-old, or is she nine now? Nine. What, way nine. above what a nine-year-old should be. So she looks at me, or she looks at her mom, and she's like, Mom, I want to go to the toy section with Miss Cat. And, like, I'm not good with kids. Like, <laughs> Evie's really the only kid that I'm like, okay, you cool. But, like, I'm not really good with kids because I never had nieces, nephews, all that stuff growing up. So I was, I informed Rachel previously, that, hey, I'm not really comfortable, like, being alone with her, like, watching her or whatever because I don't know what I'm doing. And, like, so I look at Rachel and Rachel looks at me and she's like, I don't think Miss Cat wants to do that. And Evie looks up at me and she's like, what, are you afraid of a seven-year-old? <laughs> I was like, bitch. <laughs> Fine, let's go to the motherfucking toys. Let's go. Let's go look at the Barbies, girl. <laughs> and then, like, we um, we were chill, like, ever since then. <laughs> so, like, that was, like, a moment where we, like, stepped past. I was like, okay, like, you cool. You're like a little Rachel. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Or that one time that she looked at you and she said, Miss Cat, why are you so sad? And you said, I'm not sad. Why would you say that? You're I like, I'm, I'm very happy. Very sad. And uh, and she said, well, I know that you're not crying, but you're sad. And then <laughs> you just looked at me and were like, you're right. I'm sad. She's and like, you have a cloud over your head. I was like, bro. My daughter. Yeah. She's very emotionally intelligent. Very, like, actually, like, intelligent, intelligent. Yeah. Um, way past her years. Like that girl she's reading on like a fucking like a ninth grade level or some shit. Yeah, I think like seventh or eighth for comprehension and yeah um, whatnot. She got a big brain. She does. <laughs> um, so now I get to tell you the thing that I was gonna tell you earlier, but I wanted your actual reaction, oh, yeah. so I didn't tell you. So I'm babysitting um, my friend Joey and Kat's dogs. Um, one is Jaeger. He is a go boy, but he is very excited all the time. Mm-hmm. And he wants to lick you in the face all the time. Like, <laughs> literally just, like, be in your face, like River. Um, but he's, like, a little golden labby pity thingy. But he's cute. He's a good boy. And then I'm watching Mo, who is um, Mojo, Mojo, which is a cat's uh, dog that she had when she was like 10 years old. He's like 16. Dang. 16. Which is like on up there for a dog. And you know, you could tell. <laughs> you could look at him and be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're 16. Because like he just like, he doesn't see very well. I don't really know if he sees at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. He doesn't hear very well. And he's uh-huh. like crotchety and like walks around all crotchety mm. he's sweet though like you go to touch him and he's like oh shit oh, okay you're cool and then he's like oh, oh you're, you're touching me <laughs> so he like starts wagging his tail like he's fucking cute as shit but he just kind of wanders around and bumps into shit <laughs> like bump bump and it's i know it's partially because he doesn't know my house because he's never been there before and he True. can't see so it's like putting a blind person who's always lived in one house in like a random house and they're like oh shit <laughs> So, this morning, I have, like, a giant-ass fucking kennel for him that I put him in at night because I'm afraid to lose him, which is very, very easy to do. Um, he's got a little light on his collar so that you can turn it on. Uh-huh. So, when you let him outside at night, you can see him because he's, oh, like, good. black. <laughs> so, and he just kind of wanders. He's like, oh, there's some grass. <laughs> there's a tree. <laughs> um, but, so, I got him out the kennel, and his back legs were like bent weird 
he wouldn't get out of the kennel, first of all. And normally, like, I pull on the blanket a little bit. He can tell that I'm there, and he'll, like, walk out. Yeah. He didn't fucking do that. So I was like, okay. And I oh. went to pick him up and take him out of the kennel, and he screamed. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, dude, are you okay? And then his legs were, like, bent underneath him, like, locked into place. And I've seen a lot of down and rear dogs, back dogs, mm-hmm. um, that present very similarly. So I was like, did he hurt his back? Because I let him in the recliner yesterday because he was trying to get up there and he couldn't because he couldn't see it and it was rocking. Mm. So I put him up there and I, he was chilling for like two hours. I like walk around the corner to like, Jaeger made a noise or something. I was like, what are you doing, bro? And I walk around the corner and I come back and he fucking jumped out the chair. Oh no. (laughs) Or fell. I'm not really sure. I don't know. I felt so bad and I like snuggled him for like 20 minutes because I felt so awful. He just lets you hold him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I took him outside and I put him on the grass and I was trying to like write him so he would stand, but his legs were just bent and his right leg was like locked into place. And he just kept screaming every time I moved him. And I was like, I don't know what to do. So I texted Kat and I was like, girl, I'm real concerned this is happening. And so, um, Jaeger again disappeared. So I was like, where the fuck's Jaeger? So I went to go find Jaeger. I walked around the corner and I sat Mo in the grass because I was like, maybe if he needs to pee, like he'll pee or whatever. Yeah. It was, I was gone like maybe three minutes. And then I walked back around the corner because I found Jaeger. This motherfucker is up walking around the corner of the house, like just normal, like chill. Like like nothing fucking happened. Like he didn't just have an episode where I thought I fucking broke him. Oh my God. (laughs) He just was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna go sniff some shit. And I was like, what the fuck? So I texted Kat again and I was like, hey girl, like I'm real sorry, but your dog's just an asshole. He's fine. I was like, everything's fine. I don't know what happened, but he's fine. Um, So maybe he just needs like an inset or something, but... Oh or maybe God. he was just like he locked up or something from sitting in there. I don't know. It scared the shit out of me. I was like, she cannot go out of town and me break her fucking dog. Right. Oh so God. that's the um, the palate cleanser there. I was terrified and I was late to work because I was so worried about him. I almost took him with me. Um, you got anything? Anything new? Anything interesting you want to talk oh. about? I listen to. I always listen to snippets of podcasts or I dive into really weird like especially psychological things and uh or the psychology section or BPD section or the ADHD section of TikTok you know and the one thing that really caught my attention this week was someone who said if you offer help more than once you're trying to control and I was like I don't know if I necessarily believe that but I understand where the concept was coming from Sorry, if you what? If you offer help? Yes. Like if I say, like, let's say my house is dirty and you're like, Rachel, I really want to help you clean. Can I help you clean the kitchen? And I say, no, I'd rather do it on my own. Thank you, though. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, I really want to help you clean. It's no longer about wanting to help me. It's about wanting to control the situation. You you want it clean. Yeah. So I understand that. The part that I don't believe or that I think is maybe wrong is if you know the person. Because if I just feel bad, like I'm embarrassed by it. I, I may really need the help, but if I'm embarrassed, I'm not going to ask for help and I'm going to decline your help, you know, your plea to help me at first. If I wanted to do it, I would just fucking do it. Like, yeah. You'll get over it, girl. Like, exactly. <laughs> Let me wash your dishes. But like, I hate dishes oh, with yeah. a passion. So I just, I thought that was really interesting. It made me start thinking about how I 
present things, you know, and how I help. And then if I'm trying to control the situation, because I think part of that is very, as I get older, I am a lot more like my mother Mm -hmm. in certain ways. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I do know that she's very particular and she likes having certain things done and she'll just do it. Yeah. And I like that sometimes, but then there were other times that I'm like, let, let me just, let me do it. Let me fail or let me, mm. let me figure it out. Yeah. So I'm trying to make sure now after reading that, that I'm not, I'm not doing that, that yeah. I'm actually asking more questions mm. and waiting for people to either ask for help or, you know, get that weird section where it feels like they're asking for help. Yeah. Cool. Some people struggle asking for help. Like yes. they've always been independent. Like they've been, you know, on their own and, Asking for help is hard, but sometimes you fucking need help, dude. Like, sometimes you just need someone there to sit with you while you do the fucking dishes. It's, you know, it, and it, it all starts to pile up and everything feels, like, so big. Yes. Like, my whole house is dirty right now, which is not uncommon. Oh, that's a nice ass. Thanks. She drew an ass, and it's nice. Um, anyways, so I guess we're going to end it here then, because um, we talked a lot about a lot of shit. But we didn't talk about our origin story we did not (laughs) it didn't feel right you know i feel like it needs to feel right so we'll tell you our origin story someday probably the next podcast honestly um but this one was just like kind of sad and you know us being sad girls and talking about how christmas is sad but you know (laughs) what we did the thing that in therapy they tell you to do Mm -hmm. which is not just focusing on the sad but then you know looking at what the problem was and we did and then what we want to do to change that for the future. And we just did that too. Like, yeah. can we just pretend next year and do all the shit and yeah. do crazy shit? Yes. So yeah. And I totally want to do that. So, you know, make things what you want to make it, guys. That's the lesson here today. Um, if you want it to be Santa Claus magic, make it Santa Claus magic. Yeah. So, you know, it's, um, as a kid, I feel like you have less control and it's like, it just is magic. But then as an adult, you have to take some responsibility and make it magical. Yeah. There we go. There's a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, all right, guys. Well, um, join us next week where we probably most likely talk about our origin story. Or not. And other things. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) Um, But thanks for listening. Uh, Please like, share, follow, do all those things. Uh, I think we have eight followers. (laughs) All right. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah. Thank you. you. We appreciate it, whoever you are. It doesn't tell me who you are, so I don't know. But um, thank you. Y'all have a safe New Year's. Don't be stupid. And yeah, we love you. Goodbye. Say bye. 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 I took French in high school. Did you? I know the French national anthem by heart. Long défendé la partie, le jour de gloire est arrivé. Contre nous de la tyrannie, l'un des temps sanglants élevé. L'un des temps sanglants élevé. Entendez-vous dans la campagne, moudier ses feroces aux sadas. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oui, oui. <laughs>